Welcome back to First Traps Phil, part three today of my interview with Aaron McLean. And this is my favorite part of the interview. And I'm not just saying that. We talk about the love of Jesus, the sure, strong love of Jesus, God's faithfulness, how it's like an anchor, and uh, get to hear a little bit of that song as well. So sit back and enjoy the final part of my interview with Aaron McLean. So the Goodyears, um, uh, Mark Goodyear is a serviceman, um, and that was his last, uh, Colorado was his last station. So the Goodyears moved from Douglasville, Georgia, out to Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hmm. And obviously I had such a close, tight-knit connection with them. I'm like, I got to do the holidays with you guys, at least one holiday. So, um... Me and my grandmother made amends, so I was living with her mm-hmm. um, at the time, and I was kind of being her caretaker because she is, is getting up there. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided to do Thanksgiving in Colorado Springs. So that's the initial connection. Okay. I did not connect with Worship Mob, uh, now known as Jesus Co. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't um, connect with them on that first trip. Uh, I just went to hang out with my family. Um, with Heather and Mark and Scotty and Dwayne and Steven and um, my dear brother in Christ, Tatenda. Uh, and we just had a good old time. Mm. Um, but while I was there, I just fell in love with this region. In the, mm. And it's kind of weird because I'm an island boy. I love the ocean. I love being in the ocean and being in the middle of the U.S. surrounded by mountains was <laughs> never really something I thought would happen. That's a bit different than the ocean, Yes. Yes. Um, but I fell in love and I began to hear the Lord speak to me about Colorado Springs and began to speak to me about the Front Range region. Hmm. And I was like, okay, Lord, well, whenever you want to do that. Went back to Atlanta. I went back into school. I was in school and I was um, delivering pizza and traveling on the weekends and trying to figure out this new life as like kind of like a worship artist in small quotes. Right. Um, I went back out to Colorado in May of 2018 because I wanted to spend Mother's Day with mom, Heather Goodyear. Mm. Um, my brother Dwayne was like, hey, Worship Mob is in the region. Like, they're in the city. And I was like, they sounded familiar because my previous pastor, Pastor Antoine, showed me who they were online. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool concept. Mm. Um, didn't think anything of it. And we showed up to what we call the Mob House. And... Uh, instant connection. Mm. Instant, instant, instant connection. I walked in and um, I was kind of sitting in on what they, what we, what, like they have a weekly worship night. So I was sitting in the back and just kind of chilling. And someone heard me sing from the leadership team and handed me a mic out of nowhere. 
and the rest is kind of history. So, <laughs> That's so uh, cool. Yeah, I, I went back to Atlanta. Wasn't planning on moving. I did TYI that year and heard the Lord very specifically say, it's time for you to move to Colorado. Yeah, wow. So I packed up my room, packed up everything into two suitcases and bought a one-way flight from Atlanta to Denver. I had the Goodyear's pick me up from the airport and I slept on the couch for nine months and I poured everything I had into worship mobbing. And um, that's where I met my wife. Mm. And yeah, the rest is kind of history with that uh, still being written. Obviously in that time, a, a lot can be talked about. You were obviously continuing to write. You've mentioned this a couple of times, like you doing odd jobs and delivering pizza and, and whatever it took. You know, in this season of my life, I have been in a season of deliveries and stuff and, and just doing whatever it takes, you know. In one recent time, I, you know, was just looking for something to play. I was doing some Amazon deliveries. And I um I and you were you were on my list of things to listen to. Your song Sure was on my list of things to listen to. Mm-hmm. I popped that song on and I must listen Twenty times, just straight in a row. You know, um, I listened to it the first time, and I was like, oh, "That's a pretty good song." I listened to it the next time, I was like, "Okay, okay." I listened <laughs> to the third time, I'm like, "Okay, all right, there might be something here." I listened to it fourth time, I was like, <laughs> "Like I was, I was like, the Lord was ministering to me through it," and I was like, "I think not too long after that, I said, I gotta, I gotta reach out to Aaron, and um, and." Uh, and tell them that, first of all, just let them know how much of a blessing that song. Because for me personally, I was going through a time where I was doubting God. I was, And, and the Lord very clearly spoke to me um, about the sure mercies of David. The sure mercies. And it was a word I was clinging to. And so for your song to come at that moment and just God being like, remember... I know your love is true. And I, I'm not going to do it justice. I'm not going to sing it. I, even though I got my keyboard, okay. here, I, can, I can sing it. And I know your love is sure. Like, you, you sing it better than I do. Obviously, it's your song. And I know your love is sure. Your precious blood flowed down to pay my ransom. Calvary soaked with all my sin and death You died for me, for joy you didn't stay there And I know your love is so There is nothing you won't do To bring your kids back home to you. Talk to me about that song, man. Again, it, it was such a huge blessing for me. I'd love to know the story behind it uh, and where where it came from for, for you and, and and the process of getting that recorded, maybe. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm in a season right now and have been in a season for the last maybe two years where I write quite a bit for Worship Mob and, or Jesus Co. and and quite a bit for myself as well, and uh, for Vanguard Church um, as the as the worship pastor there. And I was finding myself, let me put it this way, in just a weird place about grief. 
And I would have these moments where I just like really miss my dad. Just mm-hmm. being transparent, just like just just missing him. Nothing super deep, just missing my dad. And realizing that given the season we talked about, I never had a moment wow. to like really grieve him. Like really grieve him. And so it was a Saturday night service at, at Vanguard and I wanted to write something liturgical, kind of like really simple. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of the most powerful songs are, have simple music, but lyrics that you can feast on, right? Yeah. And, and if I'm honest, not not to be weird or anything, but like I think you do that very well as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. I think I think the the simplicity of your music lends itself to these incredibly deep spiritual truths that Very just like that that are timeless like they they seem not to age um i think i told you i was listening to uh unsatisfied not too oh, long yeah. ago yeah it was just weeping dude <laughs> oh, weeping weeping how fight to keep hold of what i know will one day go i am not these bones like <laughs> like i was listening to that 17 and was like, yo, hmm. it hits different at 29. Uh, like, it does. Yeah, the older you get, it definitely hits different. But it doesn't age. Like, cool. like it hasn't aged for me. So anyway, that's something that I learned from you, just so you know. Like, Praise the Lord. These, these deep truths that are so authentic and valid, put to like very simple music. Um, was kind of like my heart for this. Mm-hmm. So the truth of the truth of sure is this. This is the truth that I wrote. My dad suffered as a dialectic. He was on dialysis for 15 years. And I can't remember one time. I can't remember once where my dad wavered in his love for Jesus. Not once. Not one single time could I say like, oh man, my father didn't. Hmm. I can't remember where my dad was like not walking with the Lord or wasn't like faithful to him. And so it's almost like there's a triple entendre at play in the song for me. Okay. Which is why there's a picture of him, like me and him. I was wondering about that. With me as a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's holding me and he's wearing his Salvation Army uniform. And I'm wearing this cardigan. I'm a baby. I'm like one with with a anchor on it. Mm. And the verse that like got me through all of that is um, you'll keep those in perfect peace whose minds are fixed on you. Fixed in the Hebrews also can translate to the word steady. And so this picture of me as a baby wearing this anchor, like being fixed, like steady. But also this tattoo I have, I'm pointing up to the sky and there's this tattoo of an anchor on my arm. Mm. So there's like a little bit of like visual entendres there. But Mm. then I'm singing about the certainty of God's love Yeah. as a father to me. Yeah. I'm singing about how steady and steadfast 
ensure my father was in the love that the father gave to him. Yeah. And um, what a lot of people don't know is that I recorded that song around the time of my wife's and I uh, miscarriage. We had a miscarriage. Hmm. And so this idea of being a father and grieving hmm. and God's love all kind of culminate with this last verse at life's end, these weary bones will settle, waiting still to be raised up again. Until that day, I'll join you in your suffering. Hmm. I know your love is sure. Wow. I'm speaking to this baby that me and my wife didn't have. Yeah. I'm speaking to my dad who's in heaven. And I'm speaking to the Heavenly Father. Hmm. I'll join you in your suffering because your love is sure. And so it's about grief. Mm. but we do not grieve without hope. Praise the Lord. And so the little, like, it is it is this raw offering, mm. but it is also this, like, you know, it's this, this thing of hope, too. Like, yeah. I'm grieving. My, my dad's been gone for, for five years, and I'm grieving the fact that I miss him. Yeah. And the Lord didn't see it fit for me and my wife to conceive and carry full term. I'm grieving that I'm not yet a father. Yeah, wow. But I'm also singing this to a heavenly father who has never wavered on me, who has never changed, who is who is firm like an anchor, who is steady like an anchor. And I just need to posture myself on his lap like my like the way I'm postured on my dad's lap as a baby. And That's so, so beautiful, man. I want to encourage anybody who hasn't listened to that song, go go listen to it. And I'm going to definitely put a link in my show notes to your music. Man, it has been so good to talk to you today. We could, I feel like this could be, we could keep going on for this. And I definitely, I'll have you back on the on the podcast sometime. Didn't get to talk much about your lovely wife and your dog that I know you have a dog as well. You post pictures sometime on social media. <laughs> but um, um, yeah. I'd love to talk to you again sometime, man. Can I just, um, yeah, I, I I don't know if I'll get everybody to do this, but the last podcast guest I had, I just um, I just asked if they could close us in prayer because I just felt like it was appropriate and just felt like the Lord was with us as we were talking tonight. So, man, why don't you close this off in prayer for us, brother? Oh, I'd love to. Jesus, we love you. We adore you. You are the center of our focus. We press towards the call mm. that you've made. Lord, I, I, even as I reflect on my own story, as I often do, it does, your faithfulness doesn't get old to me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Your, your goodness and your kindness 
Thank you, Jesus. Doesn't get old. Um, and so even, even as I've gotten a chance to share this, share some, some intimate parts of my story uh, with uh, this brother in the faith and, and this hero of mine, I ask and I intercede for those who will listen to this podcast that they will hear something in my story that reminds them of a God whose love is sure mm. and steadfast and steady and constant. Um, and it would help them move from unbelief to belief. Mm. Yes, Lord. Um, Lord, I bless Phil and I bless the Lager household and um, whatever season you have him in, Lord, I, I agree for your good plan, hmm. your goodness for him. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. You also hmm. work everything exceedingly, abundantly. Hmm. Above all that, we ask or think. Amen. And so I agree with the desires of of Phil's heart, um, keeping that he uh, delights in you yeah. and that his family delights in you. Lord, bless this podcast and all who listen to it. May you be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Brother, so good to talk to you. Um, I love you, man. I wish I could give you a big hug right now. Love your heart. Love your story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrap it around. And um, we'll have you back next time. If people want to find out about you, what you're up to, ministry you're involved in, what's the best place they can do that? Uh, Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Uh, Facebook, Aaron Marquise McLean is my full name. I decided to go full full on that one. Okay. Um, but on my Instagram, it's at Aaron McLean official underscore. Cool. And I'll, um, put, and I'll put both of those in the show notes so people can just click on yep, it. You have access to Linktree and and um, all different kinds of things. I'm always posting because I love to. I love to do that. So yeah, that's fine. Awesome. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Thanks, brother. I'll catch you next time. Love you, man. Love you too.
Isaiah 55, verses 1 through 3. Hey, come, everyone who thirsts, to the waters. Come, he who has no money, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which doesn't satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in richness. Turn your ear and come to me. Hear, and your soul will live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. And then in Hebrews 6, verse 16 through 20. Now when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of of Melchizedek. I want to thank Aaron for being my guest these past three weeks on this podcast and uh, just encourage you guys to check him out. Um, if you go to Aaron McLean, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-C-L-A-I-N.com, he's got a link tree to all the places that you can find him online. Uh, check that song out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Um, And you just let that wash over you, the sure mercies of David, the sure love of Jesus Christ. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I will catch you next week for a new guest. And uh, as always, if you leave a review or a five-star rating, that helps other people be able to listen to these podcast episodes as well. God bless you guys. Much love. Catch you next time. Thank you.